0: Hey, this is Chad Madden, and I'm your host. Today's podcast is going to be the first in a three-part series talking about how to rapidly grow your practice and still maintain the same quality of care. By the end of this episode, you'll learn some simple mindset changes that will allow you to build a better practice, including a pretty funny story about a bank teller who taught me how to become a business owner. If you're interested in learning more about these strategies and others, then be sure to pick up a free copy of my book, Killer Marketing Secrets for Private Practice PTs, over at BreakthroughPTMarketing.com forward slash book. Hey gang, today I want to cover for you a really tough topic uh, that I think gets a lot of us in trouble in not only private practice, physical therapy, but just about any healthcare profession in general. This is something that I had to work through myself, and I hear a lot of other owners having to work through it as well. But it's basically, how can I scale my business, or how do I grow my business, but yet Keep expert care, and I think underneath all of this, before we get into the actual how-to of uh, how to do this successfully, there's an underlying limiting self-belief that we have to address. And if we don't, if we're not aware of it, we can self-sabotage our own success. And it's basically this: I'm the best. And on some level, most of us as professionals, this is kind of like the uh, healthcare professional syndrome. But we we think this on some level. And where it gets us into trouble is for us to grow a business, we have to be able to work on a whole bunch of different areas. But it's really tough to be an expert in patient care and be the best in internal marketing and be the best in external marketing and be the best front office reception private practice PT ever and be the best coding and building, receptionist ever and take care of our finances and pay bills and do payroll and all these other things. And really what we find out extremely quick in private practice and trying to grow our business is we're overwhelmed. And if we break that down a little bit more, here's kind of the synopsis of what happens. There's another little secret that comes with I'm the best as well. And it's that if I'm the best, then nobody else can do it. And our actions will back up that thought but you know imagine you're juggling one ball so for the last 8 years at least in my private practice the only thing that i've really focused on or the thing that i've focused on the most is marketing and that's what i like to teach to other private practice owners just because we've we, we dove so deep you know marketing pretty much consumed my life but we dove so deep in private practice marketing and learning how to do it but i i don't pay attention to other areas just because I don't like to do them. So I found really good people in those other areas. So, you know, most of us, one of the last things we're going to give up is treating. So just providing patient care. So that's one ball that we're juggling. And that's fine. You can juggle that ball, but then you need to go out and find other people to at least, if you want to scale successfully, if you want to grow your business, then you're going to have to go out and find other people who know how to market, who know how to do internal marketing, external marketing, who know how to do HR and personnel and finance and uh, billing and everything else that it takes to run a practice. So we're trying to juggle that ball. We're trying to juggle, we'll say IM is internal marketing. And just for the sake of this, simplistically, internal marketing is marketing to your past patient base. And then we have external marketing. So that's another ball. And then we have finance and billing and coding and compliance. And we have HR and then we have Fun stuff like uh, logistics of the practice so space equipment stuff like that so we have logistics doing lease renewals you know making sure that our facility is maintained the way that it's supposed to we also have legal we have accounting we have policies and procedures we have goal setting I'm actually running out of room here so we have goal setting planning etc we have the actual management of the business, so management and metrics. And we can keep going here, but I think you get the idea. So like juggling one ball, really, really easy. So for example, for most of us, when we work for somebody else, the only thing that we had to worry about was treating. Now that we're out on our own, all of a sudden, we have to worry about all these other things, and it becomes overwhelming because we're trying to juggle 15 or 20 different balls all at one time, and we start dropping balls. And maybe we miss payroll, maybe we didn't. Pay off the line of credit on time, or maybe we miss, you know, something happens in our practice. Maybe we miss a, an item in compliance. Maybe we were to have Medicare billing updates in and we didn't do that in time. And now we, we have to pay the piper for it. We have to, you know, make up for that in some way. But there's a much better way to do it. And I want to give one really quick example of how I made a major mistake in this area early on. So I was probably in business for about a year. We were doing well. My initial business plan was for 48 patient visits a week. And we were routinely were over 100 visits. I didn't know how to scale. I didn't know how to get rid of any of this. And so basically, I would just treat a full schedule, Monday through Friday, 7 in the morning till 8 at night. And then Saturdays, I would treat from 8 to 3.30. A lot of work. What else did I do? Well, Saturday night, after everybody went to bed, and Sunday, I would do the admin, marketing, all this other stuff, and I'm juggling those balls. The one weird thing that I did early on, which was very, very foolish. And I know my my bank even called me out on this. They had a courier service. So I was, you know, this is one component of money that I didn't need to do. But whenever every, I I think it was every Tuesday and Friday, I would hop in my car, drive 10 minutes over to the bank, make a deposit and do any other banking that I had to do and drive back. And finally, Barb was the lady's name that worked in the bank. And she said, hey, Chad, why don't you just use our courier service? And I was like, Oh, you know, I just like to handle money myself. And she was like, No, really. Like there's better things that you could be doing with your time that are more valuable to your company. We want to see you successful. You are successful early on. You could be even more successful if you would use those 20 to 40 minutes each week and work on other areas of your business. I was like, Wow, that is really smart for a bank teller. You're a genius. Thank you. Let me sign up for the courier service, which was free, by the way. So. You, you know, you can, you can start handing some balls over to other people. So whether you're outsourcing or whether you're bringing staff in to train and handle it, you can start working yourself out of a job. And that's the big game here is like, if you're doing everything here on the board and you are your business, you have to turn something over eventually, or all the balls come crashing down. Thanks for joining us. And I'll see you next time on part two of this series. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and then head on over to breakthroughptmarketing.com forward slash book to pick up a free copy of my book, Killer Marketing Secrets for Private Practice PTs.